Build in, lock in, strap in. It's the Fantasy Domination Podcast! And ladies and gentlemen, the Fantasy Domination Podcast is back after an extended break. Yeah! Because frankly, once the fantasy season wraps up, who cares? Who cares? You can do your pre-draft mock drafts. You can do your dynasty rookie draft order when we don't know where any of these guys are going. But you know what we do? We do something fun. I am the coach. I've spent the last few months having some fun. I am here with my colleague, my friend, my fantasy football rival, Rusty. Rusty, have you been having fun these last few months when we've not cared enough to podcast about fantasy football? I absolutely have, Coach, and a good evening to yourself. Uh, I've been sitting here back enjoying the spoils of my victories in my many fantasy football championships this year, staring at the world title belt that I won for winning the Alpha League. Not to rub it in, Coach, but I'm totally rubbing it in because I won the Alpha League last year. And I'm just staring at my title belt, counting all my money, spending all my money, sending half of it to my various ex-wives. But other than that, I've just been enjoying life and not thinking too much about football because that time come coach but i gotta take a break from it or else i'm gonna get i get a little burned out and apparently i'm supposed to pay attention to people i don't know who they are but whatever although we should understand you may be burned out on nfl but uh as i recall from the occasionally drunken text you were sending me you've been having a little bit of fun with your fantasy football winnings on a road trip the last couple of months that's right coach i've been on my my grateful dead-esque tour of the xfl following the xfl as uh as, as it's going in its uh premiere season uh going to lots of various different various locations to walk to to, to do my road tour of the xfl and been having a great time coach for the parts that i remember yeah and uh, i was gonna ask you how what did you think of the the on the field action a lot of interesting rule changes a lot of players hungry to to make a buck and try to save their careers in professional football how did you find the game action? Well, the the the, ga- uh, the games are the pot I don't really remember, Coach. I'm not even sure I went to the games now that I think about it. So what, what you're saying is you just drove around a lot? I drove around a lot, and I drank a lot. I think that's what I'm taking away from my road trip. All I right, this classic... This classy, rusty, classic, rusty road trip anecdote is brought to you by years of unnecessarily heavy drinking. Really should have watched some of the games, although, no, I really shouldn't have. Some nice well, ladies are XFL fans, though. I'll take your word for it. Just uh, let's try to stay out of the marriage business again. Rusty, it is time, though. The NFL draft is coming up. Coronavirus or no coronavirus, the NFL will be congregating in Las Vegas for a weekend of debauchery, disease spreading, and pick allocating. And that's just the New York Jets. Hey-oh! Hey-oh! With that in mind, we want to take a look ahead, not to the draft, that'll be next time out, but it's time to start thinking fantasy football, and we are starting with... The free agent class of 2020. Mm. And I think there's one thing you look at when you think about this free agent class. There's a lot of good quarterbacks out there. 
Yeah, they absolutely are. The, 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 name, the, the names that are on that list. Now, many of them probably won't actually get to free agency, but it's fun to speculate with all the folks whose contracts are up who are out there on the market this year. Just It's a, it's a who's who of quarterbacks. And if you've got the cap space, now might be the time for some of those bottom-feeding teams to make up for their terrible record of drafting quarterbacks. And make absolutely. terrible free selections, perhaps. But that's neither here nor Yeah, there. it's, it's going to be interesting because we've got We've got some all-time greats. Now, let's take Drew Brees out of off the market because if he if he plays this year, which it sounds like he's going to, it's New Orleans or nobody. So let's take him out of the equation. Okay. But you have the greatest quarterback in NFL history as a free agent for the first time in his career. And it seems like after years of <laughs> Well, I mean, he is free to sign with any team he wants right now. No, I'm referring to the quarterback that Eli Manning beat twice in the Super Bowl. The greatest quarterback of all time. And a guy who has traditionally taken less than his value so that theoretically New England could build a stronger team around him. Mm-hmm. And now he said, nuh-uh, that ain't happening again. So he's testing the waters. What do you think about Tom Brady as a free agent quarterback at 42 years of age? I think I think he goes back to New England. I know everybody's talking about, oh, where is he going to go? Honestly, my thought has always been, Coach, that Tom Brady needs Bill Belichick and Bill Belichick needs Tom Brady. I know they think they could do without each other, but I think at the end of the day that cooler heads will prevail and Tom Brady will finish his career as a New England Patriot. Because I think if he goes anywhere else, I think perhaps he and he goes to a coach who maybe isn't as good at accentuating his strengths and inhibiting his weak and masking his weaknesses like Bill Belichick is. I think yeah. Uh, I just imagine Tom Brady with half the NFL coaches right now the incompetent half by the way I don't think he's Tom Brady with them age is catching up to him and I think his yeah I just honestly I think Tom Brady without Bill Belichick is not the Tom Brady that we know and love or hate mostly hate mostly and uh, and yeah this was a guy who has won Super Bowls without elite wide receivers I mean he won his last Super Bowl with Julian Edelman as his top wide receiver now Julian Edelman's a good player but he's not an all-timer. You know, they've he's been in an amazing situation, you know. It, it, one of the things that's always interesting that really gets gets dumped on quarterbacks is that he's a system quarterback, right? Mhm. Well, I get and it comes back to this argument with me. Every successful quarterback is in a system that's good for him. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes is a system quarterback. Because Andy Reid has given him the perfect system. And guess what? He won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Congratulations you know? to the Chiefs, by the way. Way to go, Chiefs. Fat pig Andy Reid, but whatever. Yeah. You name a quarterback who's successful. Drew Brees is a system quarterback because it's a good system. Mm-hmm. Now, let's take a guy. Oh, I don't know. Jameis Winston. That's <laughs> not a system. He's not a system quarterback because he throws 30 interceptions and turns the ball over a few more times. It don't matter what the system is. Jameis Winston is not winning you games. No one wants him in the system. So you can't be a system quarterback when nobody wants you in the system. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so if we're talking, you know, we're we're looking at assist. All right. So let's take system quarterback off the table. We we don't care. Tom Brady. See, here's my here's my other issue. 
I really I like the guys who who do the one career one jersey thing. Mm. So to see Tom Brady wearing, you know, maybe it's a it's a Raiders jersey next year or maybe it's a Chargers jersey. You know, it's it's going to be Montana on the Chiefs. Yeah, you know, I was, that's the exact example be, I was thinking of too, Coach. Montana on the Chiefs. No one wants to see that. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, Willie Mays on the Jets or the, the Mets, which neither of us were actually alive <laughs> to see, but it doesn't sound good, does it? No, it really doesn't. Yeah. So, I, I too, I'd like to see him go back. I'd like to see him find a way to finish out his career. I mean, it's also this, you know, if you're New England... You're banking year after year on a guy who's now in his 40s, and he's not getting any younger. I think you could say his his talents are starting to erode a little bit, but still ridiculously not enough for a man of his age. To be sure, Coach, I want to see him retire more than anything else. To be, to I mean, be clear, he's got enough. He does. He's got I mean, enough. you know, when you're if you you know if you're 42, do you want to be getting? The, you know, the crap kicked out of you by 300-pound linemen? Or do you want to be home with your Brazilian supermodel wife? Uh-huh. And your sport drinks. Yeah. Lots of lots of shakes. I know what I'd choose. Yeah. Except I don't have a so wife. what's interesting, though, is, is if Brady lands somewhere, that could shake somebody loose. And this is where, we, this, is where this whole thing gets interesting, because there are guys who are out there that are available, Brady being the top one, Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly declining Philip Rivers being the second, mm-hmm. and then Jameis Winston, arguably the third, Ugh. just based on overall level of accomplishment. But you got Teddy Bridgewater in there, who's also an interesting option. But then there's the guys who aren't free agents but could still end up out there. You know, if let's say Brady goes to to Vegas, and there have been stories that Vegas is going to throw a big pile of money at him. Well, what does that mean for Derek Carr? Derek Carr is suddenly a quarterback on a very attractive contract who's not bad. Mm-hmm. He you know, he's not he's not a game changer, but you could do a lot worse. You know, he's not throwing 30 interceptions. If that's the benchmark for a bad elite quote unquote quarterback, well Derek Carr is better than that. Yeah. So where do you think? Where would you put Derek Carr then? Let's say hypothetically he shakes loose. Where where would you now he's got he's probably gonna be traded. So who are you? Who are you going? Or who are you if you're going after Derek Carr? Note, I actually mm. called him Derek this time. Oh, does that mean we got it right? It was Derek, not David. I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. Oh, who? If I want a quarterback, well, Chicago could use a quarterback. Uh, sorry, sorry, Mr. Trubisky fans. Uh, what about New England? Well, if Brady goes, then yes, then New England. I, I'm sure Belichick could uh, do something. David, David Derek Carr is a guy who, to me that sounds like he's not going to kill you, right? He's going, and in the hands of Bill Belichick, that might be just enough. So that's exactly. an interesting thought. It's an interesting thought. Now, playing with that a little bit more in the weird things, you know, moving stuff around. What about if Tom Brady, as rumored, went home to the San Francisco 49ers <laughs> and to free up the space, they sent Jimmy Garoppolo back to New England. I think Belichick gets what he wants. <laughs> At the end of the day, that's the, if that's what happens. Six titles and Jimmy Garoppolo as his quarterback could not have worked out better, right? <laughs> yeah. 
I can't see that happening, but that would be funny if that did. So there's there there's interesting possibilities wherever Tom Brady lands. And then we all right, so we look at Phil Rivers. It sounds like he's Indianapolis's if he wants it and they can work out the money. Hmm. I don't hate it, but uh you know, I don't I don't love Rivers right now. Um He's definitely fallen off from that undervalued, solid fantasy starter situation that he was in for a few years. And going to uh, going to Indy, I don't necessarily see him see him being a light up the boards guy. Hmm. But yeah. he had better, he, he still had better behind? targets in San Diego. Yeah. So who's dropping into San Diego where you've got Keenan Allen now? At some point, it feels like Keenan Allen is going to be a cap casualty when that team decides to rip it apart. But let's say they don't. You've got Mike Williams. You've mm-hmm. got Keenan Allen. You've got... Hunter, I always get the Hunter Henry. tight ends confused. Yeah, because there's Hayden yeah. Hurst and Hunter Henry. And <laughs> I think one of them is also a professional wrestler. It's quadruple H, the tight end. <laughs> so who lands there? You know, is that is that a situation where they they want an old guy? Are they going to go in the draft? Because that's the other thing that makes this even more convoluted. You've, you we know where Joe Burrow is going. He's going to he's going to the Bengals, mm-hmm. but we don't know where Tua is going. We don't know where Justin Herbert's going. We don't know where Jordan Love is going to land. We don't know if these guys are going to be day one starters. Uh, so Sandy, maybe I don't know. San Diego doesn't feel like a place where. Uh, they're going to draft a rookie quarterback unless they find that one or two year stopgap guy, that one or two year veteran guy who can hold the fort down until the rookie's ready because they have enough weapons there that they should be thinking more about the present, one would think. Unless you just go for the the blow up like you were talking about. Well, then that's the thing is they've got some pieces there. They were good two years ago. They fell off. If you get a better quarterback in there, maybe a better coach at some point, you know, does that make San Diego a team that stays? I mean, I don't think they're a team on the rise, but they're obviously not as bad as they were this year. Mm-hmm. Can they be better? Is you know, and again, yeah, do they want a stopgap or do they want to go? You know, they they could be a team that goes after Tua. They could be a team that goes after Justin Herbert. And then, you know, yeah, do they are they looking for that that gap fill guy? You know, are they in the market for Jacoby Brissett as a, yeah, just come in and keep the bench warm and maybe like a Joe Flacco, he's warming it, you know, or he's keeping the, the starting spot warm for six games and then he's on the bench. Where, where, does, Teddy, where does Teddy Bridgewater go in all this? Like, is he, are they going to keep him around for another year or... Uh, that's the part that's interesting to me because we talked. You talked about Drew Brees at the outset there, so and they got the Taysom Hill. So Teddy Bridgewater, what? I, I, I don't think he's a free agent. I can't remember for, off the top of my head. Yes, yeah, he, he is a free agent. Oh, All well, three of New Orleans quarterbacks were were free agents simultaneously. So they, there's no way they bring him back. And you know, they're talking about thirty million dollar money from whatever that is. So they're definitely not bringing him back for that. Where does he go? Yeah, and who? And more importantly. Who's paying big money for Teddy Bridgewater? Mm. You know, if he went to the Bears, that would make a lot of sense. It seems like Mitch Trubisky is not the guy. So are they too are stubborn they... to to make that call? Though that's the problem with yeah. Chicago. Are they? Do they think they can still get something out of him, or are they ready to cut bait on him? And maybe Bridgewater is too good and want and want too much money. Like 
I feel like, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater has just been cursed as an NFL quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. But when I look at it, let's say, all right, let's say you consider Teddy Bridgewater a potential top half of the league starter. Okay. Yeah. Who's paying him? Where's, where's the, where's the spot that he makes sense? Does he, you know, he doesn't make sense for San Diego. I don't think because I feel like they're one more season and then they're ripping it apart. Does he make sense for the bears? Yes. But that means completely giving up on Mitch Trubisky and do they have the money to pay up for him? Like what's, what's he going to cost? You know, is it, is it Nick Foles money where it's like 488 or are we now talking like he's, he's going to look for four 100. I don't think he's wrong to, to ask for that. I just don't know if uh, hmm. I don't know if who's going to give it to him. Miami. I don't know where they're well, at. See, Miami. Miami was the whole tanking for Tua team, right? That's true. So, do we see Miami? Or they get going spooked in... by Tua's injury now, and they decide to go other way? I don't know. Draft. Uh, yeah, this is why for me to come before the draft is interesting. Yeah, and this is why. Like, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be stunned if I was Teddy Bridgewater's camp. If you're looking at the scenario of, do you hold off on signing? Somebody just walks in day one and goes, here, you know, take it all. Hmm. Do you hold off on signing until after the draft to see who doesn't get Tua, who doesn't get Herbert, and see and maybe take a chance, you know? Unless the the risk because, you run there is that the money's dried up. The free agent money's all dried up I, at that point. Yeah. And because Bridgewater has already just because of sheer bad luck, you know, he's already missed out on on a big con big money contract. That's why he was with New Orleans. The mm-hmm. that knee injury, which it's still you know, it's still amazing he came back from in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, that that took away so much of his earning potential. But where's he gonna go? You know, if you if you run down the NFL right now, we are at a weirdly like the number of teams that are kind of set for quarterback is is really, really high. And the teams that aren't set for quarterback, we don't really know. Like New England up in the air, Buffalo set, Jets set, Miami up in the air, Baltimore set, Pittsburgh set, Cleveland set, Cincinnati will be set. Houston is set. Tennessee is an interesting case because they might also be in the Brady sweepstakes, but we'll get to that in a minute. Indianapolis, sounds like it's Rivers. Jacksonville, they're with Gardner Minshew, and they need to get rid of Nick Foles because <laughs> that was a mm-hmm. dumb idea. Mm-hmm. Kansas City's set. Denver's set. Oakland might be okay, might be looking for somebody. Chargers, Chargers are wide open. I don't know why they're not, you know, and again, we don't know what they're doing. You know, and then you just run through. I don't know where that landing spot is. Guess we're going to have to watch free agency. Yep. It's going to be interesting. And then let's add another wrinkle to it. Here's a team we don't know. Carolina. Mm. New coach, new owner, new-ish owner. You know, new, new, new administration there. Are they going to want to make a splash and move on from Cam? You know, they Cam's, they just drafted the rookie last year high, though, too. Or are they just going to give up on him because it's a new regime? Possibly. I mean, he's he's yeah, he's the 
He's the other regime's guy. So, you know, do they keep Cam around for a year as a transition quarterback? Do they let him go and maybe, you know, he goes somewhere on that one-year one year deal? Hmm. I don't know. He's a, he's another interesting name. I don't know from a fantasy perspective that I care where Cam Newton ends up, but I don't know. It's, you know, it's it's interesting. It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun, coach. All right. Well, we are about two-thirds of the way through, so let's take a quick break. We'll gather ourselves. We'll start talking about quarterbacks. We'll start talking about a couple of other guys at another fantasy-relevant position. Uh, we'll get into the running backs right after this break. Stay with us. All right, we're back with part two of the Fantasy Domination Podcast, the first episode of the second season of the Fantasy Domination Podcast. I'm back, me and Rusty, back with the coach again. And you know something, coach? I uh, My travel, my XFL travels uh, took me through Nashville. Beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. Lovely ladies, lovely everything there. Just a lovely city I'd love to be in. And you know what they're talking about in Nashville? Well, all the talk about in Nashville and the football or just in general in Nashville scene is, coach? I mean, I've got to assume they're talking about football, right? They're talking about chicken. Chicken. Nashville yeah. hot chicken. Nashville hot chicken, of which I partook quite a bit. Very delicious. And? And? Oh, and? uh. And did it wreck you? Oh, oh wait, well, it was it was it was hot going down and it was hot coming out. Let <laughs> left you on the floor crying like your third wife. Uh, yeah, pretty much, and my fourth, and for the most part, my second. Um, might have met my sixth also. in Nashville though, but oh, nice. Yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, anyway, uh, but uh, they're also not just talking about chicken, but of course they're also talking about running backs, uh, and they're talking about. Good old Travis Henry. Oh, I mean Derrick Henry. <laughs> uh, Derrick Henry, the free agent running back from the uh, from the Tennessee Titans. Who, by the way, you'll notice I am saying Tennessee Titans, and I am not falling asleep when I say that because if, wouldn't you know it? They got interesting at the end of last year, which blows my mind. And coincidentally, it's when they stopped playing Marcus Mariota so much. But we're not talking about Marcus Mariota. We are talking the man that pretty much single-handedly carried the Tennessee Titans almost to the Super Bowl last year. Mr. Derrick Henry, who has just put on an amazing performance uh, at the end of the season in the playoffs, uh, almost and just uh, a transcendent performance. But, well, shockingly, perhaps, uh, and it's probably no coincidence, he's also a free agent now. So probably think, of, probably chasing all those big free agent dollars. The question is, Coach, is he going to get them, and who is going to give them to him? Well, we know from history that running backs are generally devalued Mm -hmm. you know in today's in today's nfl and we also know that in today's nfl running backs are as fungible as ever you know Mm -hmm. so for every team like the the uh the rams who are getting that stupid looking new logo for every team like the rams that go big on a todd Gurley. There are other teams that are willing to walk away from from high price priced running backs because they know, you know what? This guy may be good, but we can get 80% of his performance in the third round for a tenth of the price. Mm-hmm. And I I I think 
that might be what's going to happen with Derrick Henry. That's the. Let's problem. start off with first the fact that this guy is a physical anomaly as a running back, six three, two hundred and forty seven pounds, with decent speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and he finally realized his potential this year. That was the thing. He was always kind of a big guy, but he wasn't like he he, he every, last year he finally became everything that we wanted him to be, basically. He was a throwback to a 90s running back. Mm-hmm. You know, 303 rushing yards, 303 rushes, 1,540 yards, 16 touchdowns, and only 18 receptions. So that was <laughs> a 90s running back in a nutshell. Yep. Bless that. So first of all, if you're playing in a PPR-heavy league, well, Derrick Henry probably shouldn't be on your roster anyway. Oh well, he. But if you're I, the type, I, I did have him on one of my teams last year, and that was the only one I didn't win the championship in. But I still finished second, and Derrick Henry was a large part of, of that, of course. Just even though you weren't yeah. getting the catches, he was putting up 200 yard games, and like, and he was ripping off 50 plus yard touchdowns, like he was going out of style. Absolutely, he led the league in carries, rushes, rushing yards, and TDs last year. So now he's going into his year, his age 26 year. He's going into free agency. Do you go? You know, if if we if we use the benchmark of the um, the girly contract, the Zeke contract, and figure that, all right, you're Tennessee, you're walking away from Marcus Mariota, you might be walking away from Corey Davis. <coughs> Do you also? Is that a reason to go big into Derrick Henry, or is that a reason to maybe go? Maybe we can grab a Jonathan Taylor in the draft and see what he's worth. Or, you know, there's a nice, there's not an elite running back crew this year, which we'll get into in a future episode, but there are some nice prospects there. Are they better with a second round value or a third round value than Derrick Henry has with $15 million a year and a heavy guarantee? Mm-hmm. I-, I think... Part of the answer will be part of that question will be answered by what we talked about in the first half of this of the episode is how active are they in the quarterback market? Are they are they thinking you know what we're going to do this with Tannehill? They may bring back Derrick Henry and figure they got a good thing going. They got close last year. Maybe they opened the bank a little bit for him and realize that that's going to look really bad three or four years down the road. But we're going to try and make a run right now this year because we almost made it and made a run. Uh, but the thing is. Or, if, or go has ahead. he peaked? Yes, that's the other problem. He is say, reaching that age where running backs do peak, and and that, and then we get in the situation of somebody's somebody's he will get paid big money by somebody stupid. You'd have to be really stupid to do that. Thankfully for players, there are a lot of stupid general managers out there who might do it. Yeah, and again, much like the quarterbacks, I don't know where where Derrick Henry goes. I feel like. Tampa is always going to be a possibility. Mm. You know, um, here's, here's an interesting one. I don't know what their cap situation is, but I'm just looking at like what that team composition looks like. How would he look in Houston? Mm. Because they have offensive line problems, which has caused Deshaun Watson, a lot of physical problems. But if you put Derek Henry back there and, <sighs> DeAndre Hopkins over the top paired with the running and passing ability of Deshaun Watson. That's scary. That's a scary offense. That is very scary. I'm scared thinking about that right now. And that's the other reason if I'm Tennessee, I'm a little scared is I don't have a quarterback. 
If I do, I have a league average quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what my wide receivers are. AJ Brown had a nice rookie season, certainly showed some potential. Uh, Corey Davis has been, I, I guess we would say at this point, a bust. Mm-hmm. You know, there's he, he's not lived up to the billing of being a what was he top five draft pick? I've always been Team Corey Davis, and I think it's t- I think I'm trading in my jersey for that one. Finally, I think it just he, he's had enough time to try and prove himself. It just hasn't put it together. And now AJ Brown so, has clearly yeah. surpassed him. So do you just say, all right, we have no choice. We have to load up on Derrick Henry because we have nothing else. I think that's maybe you what know? happens. That's that's my gut telling me that's what's going to happen now. They, 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 they got so close. They think they can get a little bit more out of Derrick Henry for a couple of years and then just eat the rest of his contract. That's what they're going to yeah. That might be what that might end up being the smartest thing they do, which would be stupid. But that's just, that might still be the best call. It might might have to be. I mean, they've got a solid defense there. They've they've certainly got pieces. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It just might be all right. We got it. We got to eat that contract and go for it. Going to do the Nashville special, now, kissing your cousin, and take because yeah. that's the best option you got. Maybe all right. We're going to do one more player, a guy who kind of profiles a little bit similarly. Uh, more of a plugger as opposed to a, a game breaker, though. Melvin Gordon. So hmm. last year, obviously, there was a holdout situation. He wasn't happy that the uh, that the San Diego slash LA slash they're going to be somewhere else in two years. Chargers didn't want to pay him big running back bucks, and I think I think we would say the Chargers made the right move, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like Melvin right Melvin Gordon is good. He's played five seasons in the league. He's had one 1,000-yard rushing season. He's had two 10-TD rushing seasons. He gets some reception. He gets a nice number of receptions, actually, and he gets into the end zone. But at no point have you ever really looked at Melvin Gordon and said, that's an all-timer. So what's, what's his price tag at? And this also plays in similarly to what you were saying with, with, uh, with Tennessee, how much money do you want to put in if you're the Chargers? If you're potentially looking at, you know, down the road, we got maybe one or two years. You know, you don't want to get to year three or year four of Melvin Gordon and a bunch of dead cap space ahead of you. Melvin Gordon's not worth it. But I'm just going to stop you right there. Now, T- Derek Henry, I would take the chance if I'm Tennessee. San Diego lets him needs to let him walk. That's what it comes down to. And now, more than even more relevant to him. Is someone like someone stupid is going to pay him way too much money? The San Diego Chargers should not be that stupid team that does that. Let some other idiot overpay for a guy who has been mediocre his whole career. He's had a couple decent seasons. He's a volume dependent guy. All right, he does. He's not a guy who strikes me as oh yeah, there's a guy who can make things happen as electric. No, he gets it done on volume. He has flashes of greatness, but he's not a guy that I'm going to open. He is not one of those guys that I'm going to take a chance on and pay him a whole lot of money. If I'm smart, and again, lucky for him, there's going to be there are a lot of smart GMs in the league, but not a guy I look at and go, oh, I gotta be, ha- I gotta have me some of that. No. So there was there was talk last year that the uh, the Chargers were coming to the table with around ten or eleven million, which you compare with the fifteen or so that Gurley and and Zeke ended up getting. That's still too much. Yeah, that, like it it really feels like a case of this is a guy that we're going to be able to replace 
again, like, okay. He's Todd Gurley has years of production yeah. that justify that contract. Show me what Melvin Gordon has. Melvin Gordon doesn't, doesn't, has not shown me 10 or $11 million worth of, of a track record. I mean, I can't disagree with that. So here's, here's what you look at if you're San Diego. Melvin Gordon was a very productive Wisconsin running back who came into the league, has put up solid numbers. You know, the Wisconsin guys don't tend to blow you away. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that is they have the consistently the best offensive line in college football. Bunch of big, beefy farm boys. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you look at, you know, find a way to get Jonathan Taylor in the second round? Replace Wisconsin with Wisconsin. You're going to do it at a fraction of the price. You're going to do it with five less years of, of wear on the tires. And you start over. Mm-hmm. That's the smart Why? Thing. Why wouldn't you do that? Because you're trying to sell uh, tickets in a new stadium. I guess. I mean, nobody's no, nobody's buying those tickets. But you know what? Going. But they, 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 nobody they, was buying. Yeah, but they're, they're, sell- they're going to sell them for the fraction of the cost. That's going to be the cheapest ticket in town. Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody, nobody wants on, the Rams. Nobody was buying tickets. Nobody was buying tickets to see Melvin Gordon. No. That might be the best argument for San Diego splashing out on Tom Brady is just please come and see our team because nobody else is gonna. That's the guy who San Diego would want to break bank for. Don't waste it on Melvin freaking Gordon. Melvin. Yep. Throw the bike. And that's at Brady. why. Why not? That's why the San Diego Chargers are going to be somewhere else in two years. <laughs> because once they get into that new stadium and people realize, oh, nobody cares, they're going to have to find something else. They, were they even selling out their soccer stadium? Nobody, well, nobody's, they weren't on their own. <laughs> they were selling it out based on visiting teams fans said hey tripped a lot you know weekend in los angeles and you know cheap football tickets to see our team but it's also sunny yeah we'll do that yeah that's 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 why i mean it san diego played zero home games last yeah that's right (laughs) so you know is it are we going to be seeing the mexico city chargers in two years maybe are we going to be seeing the i mean i don't know are there any american markets left (laughs) no no, no. We're going to see the London Chargers played in the AFC West. Oh, no. no well, that, that's the Jackson. That's going to be the London Jaguars. Uh, we don't even know where the Chargers... Maybe the Chargers are... Like, the Chargers, maybe Mexico City is the only place that makes sense. Or they go crawling back to San Diego with their hat in hand, but... Uh, I, I, I just mean, really want to see the... Char- I just really want to see the, the, the London Chargers in the AFC West now. That's all I want out of life and out of football. <laughs> Play eight, play eight time zones away. <laughs> I mean, yuck! You know what? Take Miami out of the AFC East, put them in. You know, you can make it work. Put yeah, but in the East, if they could make it work, Miami. they would have put Dallas out of the NFC East a long time ago. Oh, we want the NFC. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I'm just saying. Somehow, the geographical somehow regions don't matter. Yeah, geographical lambs don't really matter anymore in the NFL, but. It would. That's what. But I still want to. Now I just want to see it. Okay. I think no, it'd be all right. Here, I got the. I got the solution for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. You take the Chargers. Yeah. You put them in London. Mm-hmm. You take Houston and you put them in the West. Then you can move Miami into the South. 
to replace Houston, and then you put the Chargers in the AFC East. Boom, boom, boom. We're good. Boom, boom, boom. And now, Buffalo Bills road AFC- trip to London. Here we go. I'm in. The a- and the AFC is now home to the amazing Miami-Jacksonville-Florida rivalry. Uh, all right. I'm in. I like good, it. Good times. That, you know what? We just we just did more for the NFL in one minute than Roger Goodell's done in, oh, what, a decade? Whatever. Sign us up. Yep. We'll do it for a fraction of the cost. Sign. We'll do it combined. We'll do it for 20 mil. Yep. We don't need 44 like Roger. We're not greedy. No. It's not about the money with us. No. It's about the purity of the sport. Well, it's kind of about the money. I got the I got London, a lot of ex The London to Chargers pay. versus the Barcelona Jaguars. Barcelona Jaguars. Barcelona. I like Who it. else can we move over there? Huh. You know what? Eventually, Tampa. <laughs> Tampa, whatever. Tampa, you are now moving to Dublin, Ireland. Ooh. How do you feel about being the Buccaneers now? <laughs> I like it. The Dublin Buccaneers. For all that piracy all right, that's Rusty. happening in I think with that, we're going to bring this uh, unrecorded test podcast to an end. I think we're getting back on track, and I'm really looking forward to our first official episode of Season 2. Yes. Unrecorded test episode. When we come back with our next episode, we're going to be talking about the draft class. Spoiler, this is a really interesting one. Can't wait. I am the coach. I'm here with Rusty and Rusty. Yes. Nashville hot all day, right, baby? Nashville hot all day and, well, and now all night. Thanks very much for listening. And by the way, coach, we almost forgot. Where can people find us? On the internet. All right, perfect. <laughs> we're on Twitter. We're on things. You you know where to find us. If you don't find now, just Google it for God's sake. This has Look been a production up the Fantasy of Fantasy Domination Podcast. Just search Fantasy Domination. It's just- Oh, thank you.